going to go out there and play basketball and win. And win? Yeah. And how many games? Six. We're going to be we're going to win in six. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Bucks podcast. It has been one year, 365 days since the Milwaukee Bucks captured their first NBA championship in the Giannis era, their first championship since 1971 with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. There was so much talk about the Bucks being in the dark ages and leaving Milwaukee due to lack of, you know, ownership support lack of an nba arena fit for the modern game and just to see the bucks fulfill the prophecy and do Giannis right to do the city right like that and then to come back here and reflect on it a year later is just very special i'm joined by my co-host today alex ike said alex how you doing man i'm feeling the vibes because the bucks still have a chance to win another championship and that's you know two years ago Reflecting on it, this isn't the Kawhi situation. You know, that was the first for Giannis. And I think it just meant so much. It was such a meaningful championship. When you think of the storyline, now seeing Rise Cage and, you know, a lot of people around the world understanding more about Giannis and what he's had to go through, his brothers, Tenacious as well. It's add more context to the story and more like greatness and fulfillment. I couldn't be uh, more also hyped about some of the players that have returned to the Bucks. You know, there were key parts of that playoff run in terms of Bobby Portis, Pat Connington. Um, of course, he's still got Chris and Drew. Brooks still there. So the core is still there. This team is still competitive. And it wasn't a fluke what we saw. And it's about now, you know, getting back to it. But looking back, you know, amazing plays. I'm feeling pretty good and um, still enjoying it. Still to this day, uh, you know, brings back good vibes. Yeah, I mean, like, I know last year it was a party every single time the Bucks played, and it went deep, deep, deep in the summer. You know, thinking back, COVID kind of delayed the season a little bit, so the playoffs started in, I think it was mid-May, and they ended up going through basically July uh, 20th, I believe. Yeah, July 20th, so that's like a huge chunk of the summer. We were kind of like shutting down the city, shutting down everything, uh, you know, basically focusing on Bucks basketball, you know, Bucks play like that's, that's what you're doing. You know, like everything in the schedules focused around the Bucks game. Um, And, you know, a lot of people would say the fact that they won it in six was a blessing because uh, their livers may or may not have been able to handle another, you know, game seven, another night of that. Uh, Cause a lot of these games fell on weekdays. (laughs) So it was really fun. Um, But to me, the biggest takeaway, just reflecting on a year later is that the Bucks are poised to do it again. Bucks fans, you know, I think that's all we can ask for. Like, it would be too much to ask them to win a championship every single year. You know, that's not realistic, right? Like, even the best players, no matter what sport, like whether it's football and Tom Brady, whether it's basketball, you see Michael Jordan, you see Steph Curry, you see LeBron, you see Giannis, uh, whether it's, you know, a different sport like baseball, a guy like Mike Trout or, or something like that. Even Tiger Woods, like it is very difficult to be at the top of the top of the top in the sport for a sustained period of time. And, and so it's like the the Warriors, you know, they took a couple years off from, from winning their championships. Uh, you know, the, the Lakers even, you've seen them fall in tough times. But the Bucks, they didn't get it last year. They were certainly in the conversation, but they can absolutely you know, be a part of this championship conversation for, I would say, the next 10 years. I'm really excited. I think that's my main takeaway. And uh, 
Well, there's yeah, a big I mean, club in England, Cage. You just made me think of Manchester United. You know, the history yeah. of Sir Alex Ferguson that was just title after title, dominance after dominance. You had David Beckham, Wayne Rooney, and Cristiano Ronaldo all on the same team winning trophies, Cage. And now they're kind of going through a rough turn, and they're trying to get back to just championship caliber, caliber. You know, fighting for that title. And it's, you know, it's running the mill. And, you know, they're kind of running the mill because they don't have maybe the young talent, you know, the, they don't have the when they were young. They don't have the Giannis. And, yeah. like, that's what's so special about the Bucks. also, you know, is that we – got that confirmation that we have like a Ronaldo. We have Giannis. Yeah. The Greek Greek was meant to deliver a championship to Milwaukee like Kareem, you know, and, and it's like he Giannis has a chance to do it again. And I think he oh, wants that, you know, he wants to just keep going and be definitive best Bucks player of all time. Not, of course he is, you know, in my opinion, but, you know, people are going to die on the Kareem sword. And yeah. if you win a second championship, that's it. That's it. That's well, a wrap. So I'm, you know, I'm pumped, you know, and, and we're like in the, the Ronaldo era. Yeah, Bucks fans, that's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool comparison. Like, we have Ronaldo. We have a Messi on this team. You know, like, Ronaldo and Messi, they can't win the Champions League every year, but they do win quite a few of them. He's definitely that more career. Ronaldo. Um, for me, it's like, yeah, I would say he's more Ronaldo in terms of the athletic ability. Uh, but, but for me... The way Giannis closed out game game six as well a year ago, 50 points. You know, I think he had like 14 boards, five blocks, 17 for 19 from free throws. And then I think he only played like 42 minutes, which is a lot. You know, we always advocate for Giannis to be playing like 42, 40 minutes at the least, you know, because then it results in wins and in this case, a championship. Uh, But it's like he, he didn't just back into the the final championship like he kind of put that exclamation mark on it he owned it like that isn't a bulletproof glass legacy box you know like that's not you can't really take anything away from the bucks and and Giannis especially uh you know AJ oh my goodness I just gotta say this Charles Antetokounmpo says you have to take your opportunity when it comes and Giannis you know he did that in his tryout that then got him a chance to be drafted in the NBA, he balled out. That was kind of the moral of the story is Giannis, depicted in the movie, goes and then balls out at this infamous trial and catches the headlines enough to get top 15. And then this time in the finals when he had his opportunity, he puts on his best performance. He rose to the occasion. He really rises, like, you know, to the occasion something special you know like a lot of players will fold you know like yeah i mean look at devin booker's numbers in that game six bucks fans you know if you want to go see a star that's not quite on the level of Giannis, like devin booker's a star make no mistake about it but he kind of shrunk in the final moment it was actually cp3 who balled out for the suns in that final game as they're clinging to their championship hopes which were dashed by the bucks you know what else charles on said he says always want more but never be greedy and for me, that is a great way to just, like, have an outlook towards this next 10 years. Like, we've got it. We've got the championship. We've got the team. We want more. You know, it's like I was thinking about this in the beginning. You're talking about Rise a little bit. Like, let's say Giannis won two straight championships, right? Like, we'd be, we'd be so cocky. We'd be so confident. You know, we are confident, but 
we'd be like, oh, we're going to win three. We're going to win four. And then we're kind of going to be bummed if the Bucks don't win a championship in other years. So it's like this year was tough to experience in that with that uh, second round exit versus the Celtics in seven. But, you know, it, it kind of adds to the mystique. Like you mentioned the Kawhi Leonard series against the Raptors all those years ago. You mentioned, uh, you know, the bubble versus the Heat. Like the Bucks went through adversity before achieving these great heights, you know, they before achieving the, the ultimate success. And they're going to go through some more adversity and route to that second championship, right? So it's like, you know, maybe you climb Mount Everest, but you want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro too. Well, there's different paths to climbing each of those mountains, right? Like it might not happen in subsequent years. It might be like every three years you climb one of these huge mountains and, and maybe every couple of years Giannis brings another championship to Milwaukee because he certainly can do that. Uh, but it's like, to me, it's all, there's like beauty in the struggle, like, like Giannis says, but it's like there's beauty in just like the, the journey not being linear, right? Like if the movie Rise came out after back-to-back championships, like can you imagine just like the, the overconfidence, I think, of Bucks Nation, Giannis Nation everywhere? I think it's in a good spot because Giannis, even like the, the one-year anniversary after he won that championship, he posted a pic. He is soaking in sweat in the gym. He's working. He's like, look. You know, one year ago at this time, I was in the on the highest peak I could ever be on. Now, I'm you know just another day working to get back to that peak, and uh, I'm really excited. I couldn't be more optimistic. Well, Gage, I love that analogy, man. And you know what? It just it, it made me think about you know it's like basketball and kind of golf. You kind of brought up analogy earlier. It doesn't mean just because you have a great and win a championship that the next time you go out and play golf, you're going to shoot as well, right? You Uh got to be mentally in the zone. You got to get back to what made you successful. Giannis, what made him so hungry was the grind, the chase of the championship, you know, being motivated by Kobe Bryant, by, you know, the ring and, you know, doing it for his dad. It's like, what's going to light a fire under Giannis to get him to get that second one. And a lot of people forget, myself included, and I'm just kind of coming back to it right now, is that he went 17 of 19 from the free throw line in that game six, swishing all the big free throws. And even free throws is something you have to get back to, right? It's like that was a pinnacle game of Giannis at the stripe. You know, that was a master class. It was like he had it all. Master class and being clutch. Yeah, he had it all. And I think that's, you know, what I think back to is – he has the capability to do that every game, and that's what's so exciting. That's why Giannis fans love watching him. That's why Bucks fans love watching him. That's why the world loves watching him. Um, and there's also a lot of ballers on the team as well, too, Cage. Like, what are your thoughts on Chris, you know, two years remo- or a year removed? You know, man, Chris, it wouldn't surprise me if he's got an even better arsenal. Like, we, we saw some of these clips, him kind of getting those buckets in crunch time versus Brooklyn. You talk about Drew getting that, you know, spin around layup versus Brooklyn. Uh, the Bucks wouldn't have won those, that series without the supporting cast. And the supporting cast, like we touched on at the top, remains as strong as ever. You know, this is Giannis. Like, this is Giannis's prophecy. This is Giannis's legacy. Uh, and it's just, honestly, in the early stages of it. So it's like, I predict at least three championships. I think it would be elite if Giannis could get six. I know that's a tall task, but it's possible. Um yeah, you know, I couldn't be more excited for just these next prime years of Giannis and Cole. Well, it, yeah, and you, know, you don't have to. Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. I was just going to say, uh, you know, any, any final thoughts before we kind of wrap up the episode? Yeah, I got one final thought is you don't have to be the main character all the time, right? You know, Chris Middleton 
you know, he's got a family, Pat, you know, he's got, you know, his life, you know, all the stuff he does with his dad and three leaf and, you know, Giannis, but like for the team, you know, Giannis is almost the main character here. Right. And you have to buy, you have to buy into your role, you know, he's Harry Potter. He is. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Whatever analogy you want to use. That's what I'm saying. He is the main character. He is Harry Potter. And it still pays dividends to be Ron, you know? <laughs> like, hey, every Harry I, Potter needs a Ron and Hermione. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, and so, thanks for having me on the podcast. Love talking Bucks. Can't yep. wait for this season. Bucks fans, thanks so much for, for checking in with us today. You know, it's a special day. Think about back to where you were a year ago, just how you were feeling a year ago. We're going to achieve that again. We're going to achieve that again. I'm very confident, and we're going to share it together. And I'm very excited for the future. So fear the deer forever. We'll catch you all again soon. Bye.